Jason, this week again, as they do every week, Lee Summit Town Hall is brought to you by our friends at Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. Budget Blinds! Hey, spring's here. Spring has sprung. I will say, officially, it has been here. And it's just now creeping in to act like spring, too. And it's it, it's great. It's glorious. I love spring. And since spring is here, our buddies at Budget Blinds have got some spring cleaning tips for all our listeners. They do. So say you have wood blinds or faux wood blinds. What do I do? You want to clean them. How do I do it? First thing you do, you close them about 90% closed. So you kind of crank them up to be one direction. No, you didn't tell me there was going to be math in this. Oh, well, you know, most, almost all the way done. Okay. All right, there you go. Is that good? Yeah. Because if you get them all the way, they touch and you can't get them all closed. You got to dumb it down for the dummies with a mic. Almost all the way closed. And you dust them with a little feather duster or a glove duster or one of those things. If that doesn't do the trick for you, if it's been that long since you have cleaned your blinds, and it probably for you has been. Yeah, it kind of probably has. Me too. You can mix a little uh, soap and warm water, take a sponge, kind of work your way down. So you start at the top and work your way down slap by slap. You can use a little vinegar to disinfect them. You can use, you can add in, if you still need more work to get out something that's right there, you can do, take the spray cleaners, the uh, Fantastic, like the window cleaner or Formula 409 or any of the many other brands that we are not going to shout out because they, unlike budget blinds, do not give us money. And then you dry it with clean cloth and then you reverse it. So you crank them almost all the way the other way closed, Nick. Not 90%, I, almost I, all the other I way. I appreciate you keeping it simple for me. I'm keeping it simple for us dummies. And you repeat the process. And guess what you end up with? Clean blinds. blinds. Cl- clean blinds. You can do it all at one. Like you could have like a big old window spring cleaning and kind of blast your way through the whole house. Or you can parcel it out and do just a couple. Declare victory for the day and go do something more fun. And then come back the next day and do a couple more. It's your call. Hey. If you guys want to be blind cleaning experts just like Jason, if you've got questions, all you got to do, call our friends at Budget Blinds, go visit them right in the heart of Lee Summit, Main Street in downtown. Tell them Jason and Nick sent you. Hello and welcome to Lee Summit Town Hall, a link to Lee Summit podcast. I am your host, Nick Parker. This week's Friday conversation was a little bit weird. I, I, I got to admit, it was something strange, something I have never done before. I interviewed my wife. I interviewed Stephanie Parker. And that was a strange crossing of worlds for me as I as I attempted to talk to her from the perspective of the of the reporter and the interviewer, and um, it was it was a very personal topic for us. And to do it with my professional hat was, was was a little bit weird. We did this interview for a reason. One, we have a big event coming up Saturday, April 20th in downtown Lee Summit from 11 to 5, so right after the Bunny Hop Parade. We are doing this event and we did this interview because this week we are celebrating her five-year cancer-free anniversary. That's right. Stephanie Parker, a five-year breast cancer survivor. We are very, very excited, and she wanted to celebrate this anniversary with with not just a party, but an event to help other people to raise awareness about cancer and to help some others maybe get some early detection. So I'm going to let her tell you about this event. I want to give a little bit of disclaimer and apology if you're watching this on video. 
as I was struggling to be the professional, as as we talked, I, I forgot to, to switch the cameras back and forth a, a couple times between the two of us. So I apologize for that, but that just goes to show how strange it was for me to, to mix these two worlds. I hope that you will find our conversation informative about the upcoming event. I hope you will find her story enlightening and maybe a little inspiring because, in my opinion, she's a rock star. Here is our Friday conversation. With me is Mrs. Link to Lee Summit, also known as, you get an AKA. Nice. Stephanie Parker. Hello. Welcome, honey, to um, my professional domain. I know, this is very strange. Is, is this as weird for you as it is for me? I think it is. It is, yeah. I, um, uh, we just came up with this idea that, yes. that you were going to do it. You told me a few weeks ago that you were ready to sit down and talk. You are celebrating right now. I'm going to say we. We are. Yeah, we definitely but, but, we. But really, it's all about you. Uh, <laughs> we are celebrating your five-year cancer-free anniversary. That's weird. You are a breast cancer survivor. And to do that, you came to me several months ago and said, I don't want just a party all about me. No, 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 no. You wanted to do something good for other people. Yes. And you wanted to raise awareness. So I forced you to sit down in my studio. Yes. And talk with me so that we could talk about an event coming up from 11 to 5, April 20th, in the parking lot in front of Bridge Space in downtown Lee Summit. The Live Next yes. so Cancer excited. Awareness Event. Yes. You have the mobile mammogram bus. Yes. Isn't that fantastic? You have music. Music. Food. Yes. Games. Yes. There's going to be dermatologists for skin screenings. Fantastic. So this whole thing, mm-hmm. Live Next is a weird it's not the catchy name, I think, that a lot of cancer awarenesses have. And no. there's a story behind it. So the reason, really, I wanted you to come on and help us promote this event that's all about you. Mm. I, I'm trying to earn it's some... It's not some, all I'm, about me. I'm trying okay. to earn some marriage brownie points. Yeah. <laughs> what is next? Why live next. next? That word has a lot of meaning to you. It's tattooed on your arm. It is. Which was... Maybe right bef- right around no, your one year when you got that? It was. It was right after the one year. Because I said, as soon as I can get to one year, I'm going to get a tattoo. That's going to be the thing I Which do. Which for people that don't know us, <laughs> that in itself right, that's was, why I kinda was a change in our, our um, personalities. <laughs> yes. But you know what? When, when you are given scars throughout all that, you're given all these marks and everybody's poked you and everything taken over your body you have one final control of your own and so that's what i thought the tattoo would be i to do that i enjoyed watching you get tattooed more than i did doctors marking you and poking you? you and and things like that the the, the the tattoo was a much more pleasant experience for me to watch well yeah i mean it's i don't know if i can say pleasant experience but <laughs> but i do enjoy it i i like it so i do have next on my arm so I, what is next people see that they ask right. they're gonna ask why are we calling this live next what is next? Right. Well, to me, next is better. Everything was going to be better. So 
you know, I, I like to follow a certain, I like to have some control over things, as no. you know. I know, I do. So I, and of course, going through cancer, which I, I still trip over that word, but going through cancer, you, you don't have any control. So everything is taken out of your control. So if there was any control of mine, it was to be able to have some kind of like a checklist, be able to say, okay, if I made it through this part, I knew I could get to the next part and the next part and the next part. And if we could get to the next thing, the next thing, the next thing, eventually I knew that everything was going to be better. And so you just had to get past next. So kind of thinking, okay, I don't know, next, I guess is, it's, Oh, can you edit that out? <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't, and I refuse yes, you to. Can. <laughs> well, I think it's it is confusing, and, and, and for me, it was it was just it was just that we had to go things one at a time. There was one step, then the next step, and the next step, and that right. was that was it was about finding one thing to control. And 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 from my point of view, from the caretaker point of view. Mm-hmm. It was also a sense of lack of control. So it was, right. It was here's one thing, I can get you to chemo. Right. I can, by the way, I, I got to give you shots at one point. That was fun. <laughs> um, so husbands, if you've ever wanted a reason to to stab your, your spouses. <laughs> yeah. Well, this isn't a fun way to do no. it. But but um, we, we made jokes about that. That was fun. But right. I mean, you know, it was the one, here's one thing I can do that I can participate. I can have a sense of control. Right. And I think for you, it was, it was. If I get through this, right, I get to the next thing, and that's one step closer to being finished. Right. And you really, you did not want to focus on the finish line, which was, you know, almost two years after diagnosis. Right, you wanted to focus on the next thing. And 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 for people that know you, they know you love lists, and you really love directions and following directions. <laughs> I do. Which so for I you, this do a lot of, but the, for for you, this was. A long list of directions to do. Yes, too many. But, you know, next is saying, okay, what can I look forward to? What can I get to? And to me, next is the ultimate, you know. And, and you you didn't know, I didn't want to count on too much, trying to see too much of the future because I knew that would be a little bit rough to do. So if I could just see, okay, I can conquer this part. I can conquer Actually, you know, I could conquer the first chemo. I could get past the fourth chemo. I could get past chemo altogether, and then okay, next we're gonna get. Let's get through surgeries. Let's get through radiation. Let's get through all this, and then to even think that now it's actually five years, which they told me would go fast. They said you will get to five years. It, it was hard to see, but I've gotten there, and I think so. Live next is being able to figure out okay your new life, you have a new life, you have a new way of living, and really appreciating everything you've gone through with that next. I've tried to explain to people how that new way of living is. And it, it, and it's hard, and it, it seems mm-hmm. cliche to me, it but is. <laughs> yeah. of, of priorities change, and you learn what's important, and blah, blah, blah. Right. I, I feel like I'm giving some, you know, yeah. motivational speech that's really cheesy, and I should be at some convention or something. But <laughs> but I wanted – this is weird, because you and I don't – you and I talk, but the, now we seem, like, all formal, and this isn't just us sitting, you know, know. on the table or on the porch with a with a right. fancy beverage. <laughs> um. What is the new life? How is that 
how would you explain that to other people? We explain it to each other all the time, but I don't know that we explain it to other people together. Yeah, I don't I don't know. It's kind of hard to say it a new life. I guess you know, probably the biggest thing is just knowing that you know, how to enjoy each other and how to enjoy little things, I guess. But then also you know, big things. I don't know. I I enjoy working because I can. You know, and when when you're going through all that stuff, I had to miss out on a lot of working and being with my kids at school but so now I enjoy that I like having that stress I you know I you know <laughs> it sounds weird I don't enjoy that stress no no I I like the I you know I'm able to go and do those things I'm able to enjoy all of it you know when you go through all this it's a total fog everything is a fog and things have now kind of cleared up and you can enjoy things again and you're your new body is kind of getting back to back to a new it's a new normal i guess that's a that's another weird cliche to me a new normal yeah i mean it's what it's what we say about other people and other things that's what we say after national yeah. disasters that's what we say after a new shootings you know or tornadoes or it it yeah. it doesn't seem like the thing you say about a personal event. I think you do. I mean, it's it's a new thing. It's a new way. You change your thoughts. You you notice things that you never even knew existed before. You know, you you notice people who you know are going through it, and you have a a sense of you know what they are going through and appreciation for what they're going through. And you know, when you didn't even know. I mean. For example, you know, you learn all these new words. You you learn everything about medicine and medical everything. I mean, that's that's a new normal. That's not right. <laughs> you know, that's not what we used to know. Is it different for you now when you see, you meet other people? I mean, like we've always known people who have mm-hmm. had had cancers, and and it's it's a part of all of uh, everyone's lives. We all mm-hmm. know someone or know someone who knows someone or, but is it? Is there effect now that where you meet somebody that's going through it or somebody who has a relative that's going through it, does your reaction change? Yes. I hate it. I I guess I had this, um, I don't know, I have this whole, pers- like it's personal to me. It was my disease. It was my thing that I have gone through and I've had. I have. And no one else should do it. It's mine. Which is so selfish in a way. But I guess because it's mine, it was such a horrible thing to go through that I don't wish that on anyone. And there are people that go through it and they go through so much worse than that. And so when I hear that, it's like, oh, if I could just take that away from you, for you, if I could just, if you did not have to go through that, you know, I I wish you wouldn't have to, because I did it, it should be over. No one else should have to face that. So it's it's a real personal it's it's a very personal thing and that's hard I guess Is is it hard to tell that story? Is it hard to when you even when you meet other people whether they're going through it or not is it hard to explain that perspective? Yeah, I don't think I've ever said that cuz it feels I mean I've told you that before. Um 
But stop hitting my microphone. I'm sorry, you said to talk with your hands. Um, <laughs> no, I. I mean, I've told you that before, but to say that something is mine, like this. I mean, who wants breast cancer to be yours? You know, but um, so no, I don't. I don't think I've ever said that part because I. I I don't know. I, you know, I have friends now going through this and it's just, it's hard, you know, it hurts your heart because you think, okay, if they could see, if they could see the future, if I could have, you know, if I would have believed my doctors that said it's going to go fast, my doctors that said, you're going to be great, you're going to be fine. If I could have believed that and seen that, that, you know, I would have, okay, that would have been fantastic. But to know that I couldn't see that at the time and the people that are going through it now may not be able to see that. I wish I could just, hey, look, this is what's going to happen. Everything's going to be okay. You're going to get there. I wish I could. Do you feel like now you kind of you have this this need then to 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 be the light at the end of the tunnel for when you meet people that are going through it to say, hey, look, yeah, you, you can do it. You can get through. Right. It. How weird is that? I don't know. If, I is, don't it, know. is it is it weird? Is it a calling? Is no, it? no, no. I don't think calling, that's weird. Um, <laughs> calling, that's weird. <laughs> um, no, I, I don't think it's a calling. I, I guess it's more just an urge of just being able to tell people you're okay. You're going to be whole again. You're going to be fine. Um. But knowing it, it would be hard to take that and be able, you know, be it's hard to believe that when you're in it. Um, well, and, and I think there that's where that whole next thing oh, come, yeah. comes back into play is because it's hard to see 24 months down the road. No. But if I focus on just this one step. Right. Just Just look at what's next. What is the next, the very next thing? So every year... When we've gotten, you know, one year cancer free, two years cancer free. Those are things that were fantastic to celebrate. That was the next thing to get to, the next thing to get to. And I mean, that's better than birthdays, even, is to celebrate that year of cancer free. I got I, I, I gotta tell you, not that not that I don't love your birthdays. <laughs> your birthday month. Right. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, this has felt this always mm-hmm. feels more celebratory or more reason to celebrate oh, yeah. than 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 anything else. And you know, we 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 this year we got to both took a day off of work and yes. we went out and had fun. But yeah, this is this we did it. feels a much better even though it doesn't feel like it's been five years to me no. at all. No, not at all. No. You know, and no, it doesn't feel like it's been five years. Well, let's let's. I want I want to go back to the event and the next. And okay. we toyed around a lot with what what to call this thing. Yeah. And I think because there are so many different words that people use, mm-hmm. and some of those words you like, and some you 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 don't. And I I, I remember you and I had a had a fun conversation. I think okay, it wasn't fun. <laughs> it was interesting. Yeah. I, here I am. I got to choose my words better. <laughs> When when all of it started, 
when when you were first diagnosed and the treatments were were started, you you started to read a book that someone recommended to you, mm-hmm. and we talked about all those words of survivor, of warrior, of fighter, mm-hmm. of of hero, uh, um, all these fighting words. Right. Um, there are some of those you don't you don't like. No, and I think you know everybody kind of you grab onto different words. You know, there's things like warrior and fight like a girl, um, pink. Um, I don't know, you know, I've, the things that I have accepted or the things that I don't mind, I like the idea of survivor. You know, our doctor said, told us that, you know, once you're diagnosed, you're considered a survivor. The second you're diagnosed. Yeah, that was weird when she said that to you, because that was your first or second chemo treatment? Yes. You know, you're a survivor. The second you're diagnosed, you're a survivor. You're considered cured after the surgery, which, you know, she thought, which Dr. Graf, that's our doctor who at Menorah, amazing, amazing woman who, and really all of our doctors, they were amazing for us. Here, I mean, here's one thing we learned. Uh, Kansas City has rock stars in the cancer world. We rock were, star doctors and Dr. Stephanie yes. Graf. Through through Menorah and the Sarah Cannon mm-hmm. Cancer Center, amazing. She led that team, and 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 I'm unable right now <laughs> to, to think of all the doctors' names because there were there. You had a team. Yes, Doctor Canova, Doctor um, Graf, Doctor McCroskey. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Um, they were just a huge team of doctors, and then the chemo ward, the nurses in there, just oh, they are just. They're angels, just amazing. But Dr. Graf had said, you are a survivor when you are diagnosed, which I never realized that. I thought survivor means that you are over everything. You're done. That would be a survivor. But, you know, when you think about it, yeah, you're right. You're not a survivor unless, you know, you're diagnosed. You, you've, it's been found. We can, we can get help for you now kind of thing. That's what the survivor meant. And then you were cured when you had surgery. So, which Dr. Graf also joked that, you, you know, the, 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 the surgeon, got the surgeon all the gets credit. glory. <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, you're cured after surgery. So I like that. But survivor is good for me. Survivor, I like. I don't mind the pink. Pink became a new adopted color kind of thrown out yes yeah we have more pink in our house now than than we had (laughs) in the first you know 10 15 years of our marriage exactly (laughs) so but that's fine with me but then there are other ones like warrior i mean you know i i yeah incredible muscles i have i'm sure but definitely not a warrior i'm i'm not a warrior out there you know i don't know just warrior just doesn't fit me and i just i don't i don't care for it for myself um fight like a girl i don't know i feel like i could fight like a guy i i can fight however i want to but i that one i just never cared for so i think it kind of just depends on who you you know how you take things and what works for you and whatever works for you you take that book that you said it was um abcs of breast cancer by um She's a reporter. She was a reporter on NPR. I'll have to look up. Sorry, hit your mic again. And but an incredible book that spoke to me, and something that I would read, you know, an alphabet at a time, an alphabet letter at a time, 
that really, it worked for me. She, she said exactly what was in my head, exactly what I was feeling. What were some things in that, that, that struck with you? Do you remember some of those, some of those um, chapters or, or, or excerpts that, that kind of really connected? remember um a lot of it was oh gosh no we're gonna have to come back to that (laughs) i cannot remember right now um it was things that i i i thought i was the only one going through but to read what she wrote it was written in a way that oh i'm not the only one going through this that other people know exactly how i'm feeling you know because it's a pretty lonely time, which is weird because you have all the support in the world. You know, you have your family, you have extended family, you have friends, you have coworkers, you have everybody around you that are supporting you. But when it comes down to it, it it can be a really lonely thing too, because you're, that's it. You're the one that's doing the treatments. You're the one that's having to fight, fight, fight the whole time, you know? And so, um, it can be pretty lonely. So when you find somebody that has that can speak with the words that you're trying to speak, which you can tell I'm having a hard time doing that, um, it's something to to grab onto. And that was definitely a book that I really enjoyed. I, I didn't tell you ahead of time that I was going to go into that whole kind of lonely feeling thing. So yeah. you can you can you can be mad at me. Um, I haven't given you a reason <laughs> to be mad at me for a while. So no, um, but. Yeah, explain that. I think because that's that's interesting to me, as my my reporter brain, not not husband brain. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, you're surrounded by these people. You've got doctors around you all the time, mm-hmm. but it's got to be, especially you know, like you you don't you don't like people helping you. No. <laughs> <laughs> you like you are very independent. Uh, you that's like true. to. You like to tackle things and solve problems and puzzles all on your own. You yeah. you like to prove how awesome you are. And, you know, you are awesome. Thanks. But that has to also be a very weird feeling in that you're surrounded by all these people. And and I, I'm pretty sure that we probably smothered you with our attention a lot. <laughs> but to be surrounded by all these people you know love you and you know are trying to, to do whatever they can. Right. But you probably felt like you were in a very foggy bubble. It was very foggy. And it was a bubble. And, yeah, a weird tunnel of just no one else can get in this to understand exactly what it is. And, you know, you don't until you go through it, I guess, you know. And so I think, you know, that's why, you know, people that are going through it, you you get that. You understand you have all these people that just, I mean, my gosh, all the people that gave us food and would come over and clean for us and do all, I mean, that was amazing and stuff. And so, you, yeah, you're right. You don't think that you're, that you'd be lonely during that time, but it's, it's really, um, yeah, you're the only one that feels all of it. And it's a lot of just those emotional scars that I, I know it's really hard to explain how lonely. <laughs> well, it's I, hard. I, I don't know. All of us like to show our independence and our ability to be strong, right? Everybody wants to be <sighs> yes. be strong, and 
I, and I was just thinking about while you were saying that, I was thinking about the joke I made about giving you shots. Mm-hmm. That had to be really hard for you mm-hmm. to give in, and I'm gonna let my husband give me a shot, right? And do all of these things that I feel like I should. I mean, not even just the medicine, but do all of these things where I feel like I should be able to take care of myself, mm-hmm. and I'm not. And you. You have to. You had to do a lot of surrendering. I had to do a lot of surrendering because there's a lot of things that you had to do for me. A lot of things. And um, by the way, the only one I can remember are the shots. <laughs> really? <laughs> there was so much that you had to do for me. Well, you know, so many different surgeries. I mean, you know, it's not just chemo and radiation you go through. I mean, your your body just gets so beat up that it ends up being other things that you have to do. I mean, it affects everything with you, and so you end up having you know, a lot of um, reconstruction that I had to go through that then I couldn't lift things right, you know, the same, or I couldn't walk the same, I couldn't do things the same. And gosh, you had to do so much for me, which was annoying. (laughs) Because at least something was consistent. (laughs) Well, that's true. You enjoyed it a lot, I know. But no, I (laughs) look, enjoyment not the right word choice. <laughs> you liked telling me what to do. You you this is enjoy true. that a little bit. This is true. A lot. <laughs> that was like in, in 20 years of marriage, that was the one time right. I got that. I I am one that if you tell me I can't do something, um oh yeah, <laughs> let me show you what I can do. And I had to give that up then, that's for sure. <laughs> that was not cool. Um but, you know, so, yeah, I think at that point, that, again, is something you can't control. It's something that, ugh, okay, you're you're with me all the time, and somebody was with me all the time, and I don't know. You're, you still know that you're the only one that's, that's feeling, the, you know, the actual pain and the actual emotions that you are going through, I guess. Is it still lonely? Somebody didn't turn. You did off not their turn off the phone. <laughs> um, yeah, it can be. I think it can be. It, it's better now. I mean, it was. Yeah, and I, and I think I'm starting to, you know, it kind of. Sorry, I'm tripping over my words. Now that we've gotten to this point of, I, I don't have to go see a doctor anymore. You know, now that I'm at five years, she's fired me. That was an amazing moment yeah, in life. But it was scary as I'll get out. I mean, that's um, that in itself, I think, is lonely. You said you weren't going to do this to me. Um, because I, 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 I'm not going to have that reassurance every six months that it's okay. I don't have that that next appointment, that next <laughs> to go to, you know? So that's, I guess that's kind of lonely in a way. So you, it's a little mix of, of, of celebration that you don't have to, but, but trepidation that, but how am I going to know every day? Right, exactly. You know, because you have a fear constant fear of it coming back and even though she said 
it's nearly 0% chance that that's going to. Well, there's that nearly that's still there. And, um, but, and you don't have somebody to say, it's okay, everything's fine, stop freaking out, it's all good, you know, I mean, you know, and somebody to say, you have to come and see me so I can tell you what it is. Um, you, you don't have somebody demanding that they, that you come in and see them so that they can tell you that it's okay. Now I have to choose to go and see somebody and make them tell me that it's okay. And in a way, I think that's, yeah, that's a little bit, uh, that's hard to accept that that's going to be okay. What if I say you're okay? Does that count? <sighs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. No. <laughs> yeah. This is a very weird thing. Yeah, it's weird. Because you're weird. <laughs> well, this ain't new. You said earlier you talked about. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna keep going back to this next. This live next. You said earlier about how you know there's there's still even next thing. Life is life is different. Not just your perspective, but but mm-hmm. life is different. And you you have always said there are still things that never go away. Mm-hmm. That you know. Yes, I'm a survivor. Yes, I'm healthy again. But there are still things that are different. Mm-hmm. You've had surgeries and reconstructive surgeries. So it means some muscle groups are gone. And mm-hmm. like you said earlier, you can't lift the same way mm-hmm. or as much mm-hmm. as you used to be able to. Which is fine because we like to make our make our son do most of the work now. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and you are there's there's lymphedema. You had lymph nodes taken out, and mm-hmm. so this is a very common thing with with cancer patients. Mm-hmm. Um, as lymph nodes are taken out, that that you will have to deal with lymphedema. If you know, whenever we fly, you have to wear a compression sleeve, and mm-hmm. these aren't the sleeves you go buy at the sporting goods store for twenty bucks. These are ninety, a hundred dollars a pop. Mm-hmm. You go through about two a year. Mm-hmm. I should go through more. You should go through more. <laughs> um, insurance doesn't cover no. those things, which we've 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 learned a lot about health insurance mm-hmm. over the last five years. Um, I, I I think that's another reason why you use the word next. And when we made the logo and the flyer for all of this, which you can go to the Facebook event, Live Next. <laughs> Yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna pimp link to Lee Summit there a little bit. Go to our Facebook page, find the event. It it it's going around. Um but we say detection, treatment, life. Yes. Life is awesome, but there are things you still there are still next things you have to deal with, and, right. and that's important to you to not only raise awareness for for the detection part and and treatment. We're collecting hats and scarves for for people who are going through the treatment, but there are things you have to do after you win, right? After you're healthy, and so I kind of wanted you to talk about the that part of the next. Yeah. Well, you know, afterwards, I guess, you, you know, it's not over. You think, okay, well, I've made it through all the treatments and the surgeries and stuff, but it's, um, it's, it's not over. Your body reminds you every day that you've gone through this. You have scars all o- I have scars all over the front, my back. Um, I have tattoos not just my fun tattoo but I have tattoos from radiation they give you little tattoo marks all over so you have those as reminders and then yeah I have lymphedema now which 
you know, can happen. You know, I have all, well, nearly all my lymph nodes taken out on my right side. And because of that, then my arm just gets, it gets really sore. It can get, it can swell up. It can, it feels really heavy, but it's a constant reminder that I had this big C, that I had the big C. You had cancer. I had cancer. And so that is one, but you, and it, you have, you know, the chemo brain took forever to get rid of. And I think it tries to come back and rear its ugly head every once in a while too. A lot. (laughs) (laughs) But um, so, yeah, that and, you know, and so you, you have to, everybody helps you during it and, and is all with you during it. Exceptional. And, but then afterwards you, you, your body reminds you every day that, you're going through this and it's not over and it never will be over. You also just have the fear of it coming back. And so that's a constant thing too, is to remind yourself, okay, you, you, you have to let that go and be able to live that life, you know, accept the next things that are coming and remember that, you know, you, you can't just let yourself go into those fears and make sure that you do live the next and you keep going to enjoy everything you possibly can because you were blessed with being able to stay here and do it all. Because we've talked about your your empathy and your reactions to meeting new people, meeting mm-hmm. people that, that are going through it, have mm-hmm. just been diagnosed or in the middle of treatment or are survivors as well. Mm-hmm. Um, although I guess we should say they're all survivors. You just you just reminded yes. me of that story that that I and I had forgotten. I'd actually forgotten that talk from mm-hmm. from Doctor Graff about mm-hmm. you're a survivor the minute we find it. And, yes. and I I'd forgotten that. And, I, and now I'm remembering how awesome that that was. Yes. Um. So for those people, when you're still feeling lonely, when you're still dealing with the, the next things, the lymphedema, the, 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 the creep back of the chemo foggy brain, mm-hmm. um, which nice excuse. <laughs> Thanks. Um, what, what can you turn to? What do you, what do you turn to, 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 to ease that, the fear, the lonely? Uh, well, you. Oh, shucks. <laughs> and of course, our Charlie, um, and friends, we had dear, dear friends, and just I just have to and making plans, making those lists. <laughs> okay, so yeah, that it was scary telling yourself, yeah, it was scary, but you did it, you got it, you got to the next, and um, I don't, I, I just, I have to talk myself out of it, and it's just a lot of that self talk and. That breathing, just to, just to get out of it, get out of the funk, and know that you know what? No, I did. I did it. We did it. We got out of it. And there's a reason why we've made it now five years, and this this really is real. It really is okay. And and now I I can actually say you know to others too. Yeah, it it really truly will be okay. You will be okay. And, um, but, you know, and sometimes I think, you know, I tried, 
um, groups. And I know there are groups out there that you can go and talk to, support groups and things. It didn't quite work for me, but I know for some people it would work. And they should try it out. And because, you know, I you know, talking to others who are going through it, sometimes even that's – or even that are past it. And you realize, oh, we have those same weird aches and pains, you know, the same things. And so, okay, it is kind of normal. That is okay. And, yeah, you, you – you, it's – I don't know. It, it, that's what gets you out. I mean, just to realize you, you've got to make those plans and you've got to – what can you do next and live that life that's not breast cancer, but live the life that's that's after it and keep going? I'm trying to think of something awesome, like, you know, great words to, to wrap up and finish it. And I've, I've got nothing because that was pretty awesome. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and this is the most surreal interview I've I've ever done in my life. And um, it's probably gonna be one you're gonna have to edit a lot. <laughs> be like, okay, gosh, she was terrible. <laughs> Remind me not to ever do her again. <laughs> so I'm gonna go back to the the, the basics of, of of journalism. Let's go one more time. Your event to celebrate yes. and to and to help other people find their next. Yes. So and, come out and see us. So. Yes. Are we going to say that? Go ahead and say it. Do you want me to say it? Okay. So April 20th here at Bridge Space in the front. So excited to have the Komen mammogram bus. I mean, that is, that's awesome. So you can, if you are underinsured, you can get mammograms without having to pay for them. Right? Yes. If, if you are, if you are 40 or over over. and you are uninsured, go ahead and schedule um, there's information on the Facebook page. Uh, we've got some flyers that'll be yes. kind of going around town. If you do, but we have, have a it, grant. We will help you. We will. We will get it paid for. Yes, and um, but also if you do have insurance, then plan on getting one. Uh, if you are not going to get a mammogram, come by anyway, and we have we'll have some vendors out right. Yeah, a couple of food vendor things going on. Uh, Look, guys, DJ guys, with guys. Music. We have cinnamon rolls from Neighborhood Cafe. Sweet. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, Charlie would appreciate my pun. Yeah, or that you, what you just did. Um, yes, and Charlie wants to put on some games, so he came up with idea for games. So bring the kids to, which is fantastic. It'll be the same day as the bunny hop. So come on up the street from the bunny hop, see us, come in that parking lot, we'll be there. And if you have concerns about skin cancer, we've got a dermatologist or two on hand that will do, um, they're donating their time and their service. So so for free... Come get your skin checked out, which and I which need is to do that myself. which is very personal on my side of the yes. family. My my father died of melanoma in the eighties. Yes. So so here's the thing. This is this is for for everyone. We'll have we'll have skin screenings. We'll have mammograms. Yes. We'll have food. We'll have music. We'll have games. We're gonna have a good time while yes. raising awareness. Yes. And collecting hats and scarves. We, yes. We're gonna make some donations to local treatment centers. Probably going to go over to Menorah with some of those because they were awesome yes. for you. And I will never, ever, ever, ever be able to thank those people enough. No, I know. There's just no way to do it. Yes, bring your hats and scarves. That's, that's a huge thing. That that would be wonderful. So, or And just then also just stop by. Say hi. I'm really excited. It'll be fun. <laughs> stop by. Say hi. Get, 
give the missus a high five. She deserves <laughs> it. She, she's pretty awesome. I want to finish. <laughs> I want. I want to finish one thing. I didn't. Uh, here's another thing I didn't tell you I was going to do. You um, at some urging from me, uh-huh. you did a little writing about about next and and what it meant. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to ask you to read uh, the first part of that okay. for people because I think it really, it, I think it says a lot as to what that word means to you, why we are, why we are calling this live next, and why, why we continue to use that word that 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 we may or may not have stolen from a famous TV writer. Um, we're not going to we're not going to admit to it right now. Yeah, well, it wasn't just for that. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it happens to be. Maybe he took it from us. Okay. Um, next. Uh, so next to me means after, then, looking forward, you know, looking forward to, I made it, I did it, we did it. So I have next on my arm, it was my word, our word, for what made sense in respect to facing what I had to do to be well. I had breast cancer. I still struggle to say it out loud. It gets stuck in the back of my throat. I trip over the words when I say them, and I don't say it often. It's something I struggle even today to accept, something that never seemed real in a way, I guess, but it couldn't have been more real for it being something I struggled to make real and still do. It's something that is mine. Why I would want something to be mine that I hardly even recognize is is a really strange feeling. However, there are so many people that I've known to be diagnosed to be fighting this disease. When I hear of someone being diagnosed, it breaks me. It stops me in my tracks. I don't think anyone should go through it. I did it. It should never be over. It's done. That doesn't make sense even when what I went through is nothing compared to what others have faced and are facing now. It's a terrible, terrible club to be part of, for sure. I've never thought of what I went through as a story. You know, so many times they ask you what your story is, and I have a hard time with that. A story has a beginning, it has a middle, it has an end. But I don't have an end to this because this is something that will forever be part of me. Daily aches and pains, scars, radiation, tattoos are all physical reminders. Emotional scars that cause anxiety, fear, worry, Dates that pop up in the calendar and on Facebook to remind me what happened. These are all ways that say a story isn't over. Plus, I love stories. I love reading stories. I'd rather think of this as a journey, a major life lesson, a huge life lesson. Major life lesson. (laughs) That's what next is to me. Well, thank you, my sweet, for obliging me. <laughs> You're so welcome. For sitting down with me for this weird, weird, weird interview, but also for being the awesome survivor you are. Thank you. And for coming up with this idea to uh, to maybe maybe do a little good and help some others yes. with the next part of their life. Yes. So we will see everyone on April 20th from 11 to 5 in front of Bridge Space in downtown Lee Summit. Live next. Live next, and you can subscribe to Lisa Town Hall. Yes. On Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever your favorite flavor is. Subscribe. Catch us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. We will talk to everyone on Monday. Yes.
Jason, our other awesome sponsor, Shred. Shred Casey. I gotta confess. I gotta make a confession. I'm doing this publicly, like I'm doing everything else. You know, I've. I've I would know for the record, you've already confessed this earlier in the podcast, but you do you. Well, you know, look, I've I've been bragging a lot about myself as we talk about Shred, but I gotta make a confession too. I drank beer, a decent amount of beer. We ate at a food truck. My wife celebrated five years cancer free this week. We went out to eat and celebrate. So, um, my confession. I've cheated a little bit. But honestly, given the time frame and what that when I was there for the beer portion of it, you, you cheated more than a little. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's what I love about the guys at Shred. I'm back on the horse. And they support me. They're giving me the tools I need to get back on, to get back in shape, to, to keep going on my fitness goals. I bet, actually, Ryan intimidates the carbs right out of beer and can just drink it. Really, I think that's what it is. is he's gonna, he's, I'm going to walk in, I'm going to see him again, and he's just going to look at me all like you know, eight foot three inches of him, and, 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 and I'll be scared, and, and all that body fat will just run away. Run away. Or I will run away. Because <laughs> well, I'm a little scared, too. Yeah, I've seen that as I go. So back on the horse, they're not going to judge you. They're just going to work with you to get to your goals, to help you. They understand that there are times where you got to let loose a little bit, got to stray from the diet or stray from the plan just to, sh- to shade to keep that uh, to keep that mental mental health in, t- in check. So I'm going to say to you, Jason, because, you know, you probably need it, too, and to everyone else listening, if you need, if you're looking for the tools to to change your lifestyle a little bit, to get fit, if you're looking for people that will support you and teach you and help you on the way, go see our friends at Shred, Shred KC. You can find them shredkc.com. Tell them Jason next second.